You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Kyle Richter. How can we forgive others when they hurt us deeply? You might remember a few years ago when a man by the name of Dylan Roof walked into a church in Charleston, South Carolina and opened fire killing nine men and women who had gathered there for a Bible study. It's a terrible, tragic story. But maybe as memorable as the tragedy itself was the response from the family members of many of the victims at a bond hearing for Dylan Roof. One by one, they told him what he had taken from them, how devastated they were, how life would never be the same. But they also said something else. One by one, they said three words. I forgive you. How do you do that? How do you stand before the man that killed the person you love and say those three words? Someone once said, forgiving is the hardest thing you'll ever do. That's why most people don't do it. It's kind of true, isn't it? Stories of forgiveness, like the one I just mentioned, they inspire us, they encourage us, but they also challenge us. They challenge us because if you're anything like me, When things happen in my life, sometimes small, others much larger, regardless of of what or how big of a deal it is, well, unfortunately, I can be really slow to forgive, emphasis on really. What's the disconnect? I think it's that I forget who Jesus is and who I was. What do I mean? Well, I mean, if anyone knows the pain of being hurt deeply by others, it's Jesus, isn't it? I think about it. Jesus was falsely accused. He was arrested, mocked, stripped naked, publicly humiliated, beaten, and tortured. And as he was being crucified, as he was hanging, dying on the cross, what does he say? Luke chapter 23, verse 34, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. At the height of the physical and emotional pain Jesus experiences at the hands of others, he extends them forgiveness. Father, forgive them, he says. That's who he is. But not just them, not just others. No, Jesus extends that same forgiveness to you and me. Romans chapter 5, verse 8, Paul said this, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Not after we clean our act up, not after we get our life together. No, Paul says that while we were still sinners, two verses later, he calls us enemies. He says, while we were still enemies. Sinners, enemies, you, me. Is that how you see yourself? That's what Jesus saw. And yet by dying and rising, he extends to you and me forgiveness. Forgiveness that none of us deserves. Forgiveness that changes our lives forever. That's why Paul says in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, he says, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Notice again, there's no caveat. Paul doesn't say, forgive if this or forgive if that. No, he says, forgive each other. Why? Because in Jesus, God has forgiven you. In Jesus, God forgives you. 
See, the basis of our forgiveness of others is the forgiveness that we ourselves have in Jesus. It's fundamental to who we are as Christians. If you claim to follow Jesus, as hard as it is, not forgiving is not an option. Now, what if you've forgiven someone and they hurt you again? How many times should we forgive other people? That's a good question. Peter wondered the same thing in Matthew 18, 21 and 22. This is what we read. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. Now, Jesus doesn't literally mean to forgive 77 times. He's speaking symbolically. The Jewish number seven, it, it represented completeness. And so in other words, Jesus is saying that, that to follow him means to forgive without keeping count. He's saying that to ask how many times is, is kind of to miss the point because Jesus says, always. Now, it doesn't mean that our forgiveness will always be received, but it does mean that we should always be willing to extend it. Just to be clear, six or seven minutes, I can't come close to saying everything that needs to be said on forgiveness, but I do want to briefly say this. I know that some of you have experienced and others of you will experience terrible things, awful things that you shouldn't have to experience. And for that, I'm so sorry. Saying that we should forgive because we've been forgiven, it's not to downplay the severity or the damage these experiences bring into our lives, nor is it to suggest that staying in a situation or a relationship that's causing repeated pain is something you should do. You shouldn't. See, extending forgiveness, it's not the same as staying relationally involved or in a bad situation. I want you to know that. But to end where we started, how do we forgive others even when they've hurt us deeply? Well, it's by knowing that that's precisely what Jesus has done for us. See, Jesus is a God who extends forgiveness to his enemies. That's who Jesus is, and it's who we were. Who do you need to forgive today? Thanks for listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, consider sharing with a friend or posting on social media. You can also give us a rating that helps others find this podcast more easily. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. See you then.